This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Speaking at a hearing uh, into the Brussels attacks, uh, I guess uh, Brussels is now warning uh, that the European community might not realize uh, that the reality is something uh, kind of amazing. Comments uh, saying that and soon more, we will have more Muslims than Christians in, in Belgium, and um, mm. we should not make an enemy of Islam. Now, I, you know, we have 600 to 700,000 Muslims in Belgium, and the overwhelming majority of those are people who share our values. To make an enemy of all those people, we really will be creating problems. We need to see who the terrorists are, who supports the terrorists, what networks there are to support them. Of course, the issue there is if, some, if a group of people do share your values, it's easy to do that because they're helping you, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're assisting you in finding the people who are bad. Um, and that is... Is that happening it is happening at some level. It's just not happening enough. I read a thing on um, Sicily the other day, and uh, I think it's Palermo. Palermo, Sicily is a place that, you know, is obviously very Italian. It's where the Ita- uh, Italian mob is the strongest. And uh, th- there was an article about how it's been infiltrated, and, and the immigration has been so heavy into Sicily that as you walk down the street, according to the article, you have more of a feel. In fact, the mayor of Palermo was quoted as, you walk down the street now and you have more of a feel of Istanbul or Beirut. And that's a good thing. Is it? Because we're an international city now. Like, okay, you live in Italy. If you wanted to live in Turkey, wouldn't you move there? If you wanted to live in Lebanon, wouldn't you move there? Why would you want Istanbul or Beirut in Palermo, Sicily? <laughs> Why would you want that? <laughs> oh no! How is that a good thing? And the mayor was like, yeah, it's really great that we've got hundreds of thousands of new people. They've really transformed our city. Yeah. Well, Do you want that? I, mean, I don't want a Texan city to be like Beirut. No, I don't either. I, don't I mean, want I, that. there are cultural centers which are cool, like Little Italy in New York City. I know I've been to Little Havana in, yeah, but that's, in Miami. That's not what we're talking about. Here. Right, but I mean, Little Havana in Miami, th- there are very few signs in English. Right. Like it's that strong. If you don't mm. speak Spanish and that, where I, you know, at least the area I was in, you basically, it's hard to operate there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but of course they've got great food and they have lots of things that you might not have in other in other areas. It's it's a cool place to visit. But I mean, it's hard for it would be hard for me to live there because you know the, it's a just the language issues by themselves would be difficult. You, you like to be able to go to an ethnic area and enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's great, but when it transforms your city, mm-hmm. not so much. No, you just want yeah because exactly. you live there for a reason. You came there for. All the things that that city offered, and then when it's transformed nearly overnight right. into something completely foreign to you, 
Why would you want that? And people are so nervous to say anything. It's like, well, you know, I, know. To, I mean, and maybe this is just me being, this is, might be an Americanized version of this, but it's like, to me, Beirut, uh, because of what happened back in the day, oh, yeah. just feels like explosions. Yeah. Like, that's all I think about. When you hear the word Beirut, it's just like, that is the only thing that comes to mind to well, an American who lives in the Set aside Beirut. Even, even right. Istanbul. But Istanbul, yeah. I mean, I don't want Istanbul in Dallas, Texas. Why would I want that? If I wanted Istanbul, I'd move there! Mm -hmm. But I don't. Are you sure about I, that? I don't want that. Yes. Pretty sure. Because? Pretty sure. The, you know what Istanbul brings to mind for me? Uh, one of the characters in Mike Tyson's Punch-Out was from Insta Istanbul. Ah, yes! <laughs> that's, you know, that's, uh, yes. that's where I learned the word. Right. <laughs> I don't even remember which guy it was. The guy with I, the bald head? Yes. I believe. Yes, he conjured uh, up his image in my head when you said it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the way we learn these days. But that is legitimately, I think, the first time and the only thing I really know about Istanbul. One of the, I don't remember which one it was. It had to be, I feel like it was one of the bigger guys, bald guy, towards the end. Right. But yes. I can't, I, off the top yes. of my head, I can't picture who it exactly yes. was. Uh, well, it's, it's getting to the point now where even, you know, the open, inclusive, wonderfully diverse nations, the socialist countries that we always hear about how great they are, like Norway, Norwegian authorities are now offering a bonus, 10,000 kroner or 1,000 uh, um, pounds, it looks like, so that's about $2,000, to asylum seekers if they'll leave, <laughs> if they will leave the country willingly. The uh, Norwegian Directorate of Immigration says the measure is less expensive than keeping refugees in immigration centers in the country. Uh, it was launched this last Monday. The scheme will run for six weeks. The money will be paid to the first 500 asylum seekers to apply on a first-come, first-served basis. So they're going to give you $1,000 or like 2000 bucks if you'll just leave their country. I, you know, I mean, it, it's overwhelming the system. This is Cloward and Piven kind of stuff. This is the stuff that we talked about, how... How Cloward and Piven back in the 60s wanted to get so many people on welfare, you overwhelm the system and shut it down. Well, that kind of, this kind of mass migration this quickly can do the very same thing. Uh, by the way, uh, more importantly, Bald Bull Bald was Bull. the uh, character of Mike Tyson's from Istanbul. from Istanbul, Turkey. So there you go, Bald right. Bull. I did remember. I mean, and he was difficult to beat at first. He was, I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there you go, Bald Bull. Was he the last one before you get to Mike Tyson? <sighs> no, there was. Uh, or was that the guy who spun around? Yep, and, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was Mr. Sandman right before that. Right. Oh, my God. That was, right. uh, that was one of my Stop. claims to fame early in life. Uh, was one of the, I was the first person in the neighborhood to beat Mike Tyson. In Mike Tyson's punch out. It took a while, though. It was one right. of the, uh, yeah, what? Well, oh, yeah. It takes a while. I mean, no, you couldn't beat At him. first, At he first was unbeatable. It was unbeatable. Unbeatable. And be then down. you figure out the system. And Yeah, it, but it takes okay, a while. Body blows. Mm -hmm. You realize, all right, got to be body blows. Whole bunch of punches to the stomach and then finally one to the head, and then he goes down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I mean, it's. Body uh, blow. Okay. Body blow. Body blow. Oh, God, body yeah. blow. Okay, I remember that. The arcade version used to do. So there, anyway, there you go. Uh, so uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, it, I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing because the way that I mean, we talked about uh, Daniel to Daniel Hannon today uh, about uh, Britain leaving the EU, and you see that just this whole area right now, there's so much going on in Europe. You know, mm -hmm. in a way. Things are almost more complicated in Europe than they are here, and, and that's not to be—it's not a huge surprise as they kind of usually are a little bit in front of us. They're a little bit uh, uh, down uh, the slippery slope a little further, 
but there's a lot going on there right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a really uh, uncomfortable, um, unstable situation. It is. It is. And it's changing the face of Europe. The founder of this company... 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com.